Welcome to Decipher's Source Code Weekly News Podcast for the week ended February 18th. Topping the security news this week, CISA mandated that federal agencies should patch actively exploited vulnerabilities in Google Chrome and the Adobe Commerce and Magento platforms. The agency added the two actively exploited vulnerabilities to its known exploited vulnerabilities catalog, along with seven other flaws. Peter Arntz, malware intelligence researcher with Malwarebytes, talks about the two actively exploited vulnerabilities as well as their impact and what enterprises can do to protect themselves. In the past week, we saw urgent patches come out for two very different types of vulnerabilities. One of them in the most popular browser and the other one in one of the most popular content management systems. Although very different, what these vulnerabilities had in common was that they were both reported as being exploited in the wild. The first vulnerability was patched by Adobe and tackled a flaw that existed in Adobe Magento and Commerce. These Adobe products are the free and paid versions of a content management system, or CMS, that powers many web shops. The flaw was described as an improper input validation vulnerability which could lead to arbitrary code execution. A vulnerability of this kind in a popular CMS is a goldmine for cyber criminals like web skimmer groups. Web skimming is an attack where they add code to a web shop in order to intercept payment details from the checkout pages. For an affected web shop owner, this can lead to claims from disgruntled customers and a loss of trust. Besides keeping the system software and its plugins updated, it is advisable for web shop owners to check for the presence of malicious code on a regular basis. The second vulnerability was patched by Google and dealt with a bug in the animation component of the Chrome browser. To use this exploit, a remote attacker can create a specially crafted web page, come up with a trick to get the victim to visit that page, which will trigger the use of the free vulnerability and allow the attacker to run arbitrary code on the target system, which basically means the attacker can put any kind of malware on the target system like spyware or ransomware. Updating Chrome should happen almost by itself under most circumstances. With the default settings, Chrome checks for updates when you launch it, then all you have to do is relaunch the browser in order for the update to complete. So if you close and start Chrome on a daily basis, it doesn't require a lot of attention as long as updates are set to automatic. But it doesn't hurt to check whether your browser is up to date. You can do this on the settings about Chrome. The deadline for federal agencies to patch the two flaws is March 1st. In other news, the FBI warned in a recent cybersecurity advisory that the BlackBite ransomware group has compromised organizations across at least three U.S. critical infrastructure sectors since November. The FBI said that the ransomware as a service had specifically targeted the government financial and food agriculture sectors, with some victims reporting BlackBite actors using known Microsoft Exchange server vulnerabilities as a means of initially gaining access to their networks. Carl Sigler, Senior Security Research Manager at TrustWave, said that the threat of BlackBite ransomware will continue. BlackBite's resurgence is not a huge surprise, considering how profitable ransomware can be. With ransomware, there's no sensitive data, like PI, credit card numbers, or passwords, that requires resale. Ransomware is instantly monetizable. Your victims are either going to pay, or they won't. Of course, the higher the value the data is to the victim, the more likely they will be to pay 
which is why we're seeing ransomware groups target those larger organizations with both critical data and the finances to pay that ransom. What's interesting to me about this specific case is that BlackBite seemingly overcame two obstacles that might still be problematic for them. The first is that the encryption they used when Trustwave analyzed the malware was very amateurish and reversible. They've fixed this since then, although it remains to be seen whether there are other flaws in the encryption that they're currently using. The second potential problem is the recent arrests of the Revel ransomware gang in Russia. The BlackBite ransomware uses similar techniques as Revel to prevent infecting Russian and Eastern European systems, so they could be working from that same geography. If this is the case, these high-profile compromises may put massive targets on their back. This remains to be seen. In its BlackBite advisory, the FBI said organizations can protect themselves by implementing regular data backups that should be stored as air-gapped, password-protected copies offline. Thanks for listening in to this week's Source Code Podcast. Well, you were